0: Today's episode of Tahana Feminist Talks, a podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Lopez. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, we have two goals here. The first is to learn about topics within social justice, and the second is to unlearn harmful ways of thinking and behaviors. Remember, this is an ongoing process that requires vulnerability, but I expect us all to create an environment for accountability. So this is a pre-recorded episode um, in which I interviewed Ashley Arevalo, a period poverty activist and the president of Period Corpus Christi. Um, We talked about what period poverty is, the mission of Period Corpus Christi, as well as some ways to participate in advocacy efforts from your home. Um, Talking to Ashley was just super great. I learned so much and I hope that you do as well. So just know that this is a great episode (laughs) And yeah, I hope you all enjoy. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank <laughs> you, I'm excited. Me too. Um, so this if so you cool. could please introduce yourself, so name, pronouns, who you are and what you do, that would be great. So my name is Ashley Arevalo, my pronouns
1: are she and her, and I'm president of Period Corpus Christi
0: okay cool um and what is one mundane thing you look forward to doing when this is all over
1: um so i'm a big lover of live music that's something me and my mm. boyfriend we spend i don't even want to know how much we've spent in the past 10 years just going to concerts but <laughs> that's one thing i really miss i miss going to festivals we actually have tickets for riot fest in chicago i think it's in september and i don't know the way that it's looking now i don't think we'll be able to go but yeah you never know but yeah just live music and just being with people singing favorite songs seeing your favorite artists in the flesh like there's nothing like that that's what i really hope to do after all this is over with
0: that's a good one i had yeah. two concerts i was supposed to go to in august oh. but it's not oh, like you said they? uh both of them were harry styles <laughs> oh cool <laughs> yeah Um, Okay, that's such a good answer. I feel that. So um, let's just get right into it. I want to know your background and how you got involved in the current work that you do. So if you could talk a little bit about what that work is and like how you came to this. So I'm a menstrual equity activist.
1: And um, so I'm president of a local chapter of period. Mm -hmm. But I didn't start out doing that. I started a GoFundMe in November of 2016 so that time period was very hectic for Mm -hmm. America (laughs) and I felt it I just didn't want to like keep reading the headlines and just felt like I wasn't doing anything so I decided to start a GoFundMe to raise money to donate menstrual products to shelters Mm -hmm. and I got that idea from watching I think I was watching like a makeup tutorial and like the ad before the YouTube video was from Kotex and they were really like pushing people to do like product drives when it comes to like giving products to homeless shelters. And I, that was just something I had never even realized was a problem. And it really opened my eyes and I thought like, well, that's something simple I can do. Like um, it should be easy to start a GoFundMe. I'm really active on social media. So I think in 12 days I raised $1,200 and that's just from like posting a video on my personal Facebook and everyone Mm -hmm. shared it. So yeah.
0: That's amazing. Yeah,
1: so that's that's really what got, that was, like, the first thing I did, and then I found out about
0: period, and then I started a chapter, so, yeah. Oh, wow, so you started the period Corpus Christi chapter? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I was, like, looking through y'all's uh, Instagram, and it's, like, uh-huh. so aesthetically pleasing. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes, but also just, like, really informative, like, yeah. I don't know, so I really commend y'all for that. Thank you. And that's because
1: I haven't posted in a while, but I do try and post like nice period positive things, but there's a lot of great artists that post their stuff on Instagram and I just reshare it. So I have to give credit to the artists. They're awesome. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of really cool stuff on Instagram. I can always just get lost in like everything that's there. So
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so like you, you mentioned, so you work with um, period Corpus Christi Um, Can you talk a little bit about what Period's mission is and or your specific chapter is?
1: So Period, let me get this Hope I get it correct, but what makes Period so great is that we work on three pillars. So with education, we have um, cup and cloth workshops. So we talk openly in public to people who sign up for the workshop about Um, reusable menstrual products so we Mm. are educating the public on menstrual cups and cloth pads because it's way better for the environment and way better for your body and your budget because saves money in the long run Mm -hmm. so we do stuff with education and then we also with advocacy so we're really lobbying to try and get the tampon tax um, repealed in texas and we also work with schools to get free menstrual products in their restrooms Mm -hmm. which is something that we did with texas a&m university corpus christi they now have free menstrual products in the restrooms because of our work and another group called the islander feminists so
0: that's another thing whoa that's amazing oh my goodness yeah um i think i really think that the first um pillar that you mentioned i um, think i said the last one but go ahead oh
1: oh no go for it go for it um the last one was basically what the main thing that we do is we get together every month and we donate to shelters because a lot of people don't think to donate these items so it's really a need Mm -hmm. that people don't even realize so but yeah continue sorry i didn't mean
0: (laughs) no you're fine yeah um just with the reusable menstrual products Mm -hmm. um is there like specific brands that y'all work with or like how do you I know there's like a lot of menstrual products out now. Yeah. So like is there a specific um brand that y'all work with or like
1: Yeah, so what I love about being a part of a nationwide organization is that they have tons of connections and resources. Mm. And one of them is Diva Cup. So they actually donated mm. a lot of menstrual cups to us and we gave them out at our last workshop. So Diva Cup is really good. Um, I want to say, I think Period also works with Salt Cup. Mm -hmm. Um, But the main one is Diva Cup. But there are a lot, which is awesome because now you have, like, the right to choose which one you want. Your body is different from everyone else's. So something might work for someone
0: else, might not work for you. So Yeah. Um, And then moving over to advocacy. So Mm -hmm. I know that um, the Period Tax has been... Um, abolished I guess in other states yeah yeah um, so what kind of work are y'all doing to get rid of that here in Texas
1: so I'm actually a part of a period policy boot camp and oh um, yeah so this week is the seventh <laughs> week and we've been doing like every week it's been something else so this week I am writing a letter to the editor for the caller times which is a local newspaper just to mm-hmm. bring awareness and hopefully they'll publish it they published my last one but then we also launched a petition and now we have, I want to say maybe 830 signatures and we launched that maybe two weeks ago, three weeks. It hasn't been that long, but okay. we've done the petition and then Saturday we had a Zoom letter writing party. So we were writing to legislators to let them know that we want this tax gone because it's mm-hmm. discriminatory and it's, it makes monster products more expensive. And then the fact that the minimum wage here in Texas is $7 and 25 cents. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. It's like, I can't believe the minimum wage is that is like, it's so little, but then like the tampon tax and then these products are anywhere from seven to $10.
0: So yeah,
1: it's just really expensive in the long run. And this tax is just unnecessary.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, um, with the last thing that y'all are doing, donating to shelters, I think mm-hmm. that's, like, helpful um, and is, like, a direct way to, like, help people who can't afford menstrual products. Yeah. Um, but ideally, like, they should be readily available. Yeah, in every restroom, just the way that toilet paper
1: and soap is, so.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there specific um, shelters that y'all donate to, or does it just depend um, we usually do the
1: Purple Door. They used to be called the Women's Shelter, but now I guess they realize that not just women go to them. It's like men and children. So they really change their name just to affect like the people that go there. Um, mm-hmm. We have another one called the Mother Teresa Shelter. And there's one called the Corpus Christi Hope House. Um, it caters more to moms and babies.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a
1: few others, but those are the main ones.
0: Okay, cool. Um So you mentioned starting um, the Period Corpus Christi chapter. um, And I'm interested in knowing kind of how exactly that happened. I know like you fundraised money um, beforehand, but like what kind of made you think, you know what? I can do this because starting an organization is very hard. (laughs) It is hard. Um, But
1: so like when I started the GoFundMe, I was kind of like looking up different ways I could help. And then I found out about, period and I think they had just started or maybe it was a couple years but it was fairly new and I found like the executive director founder on Facebook and I messaged her and I was like oh I love what y'all are doing like I did this GoFundMe and she was like oh you need to start a chapter and like I was mm. just graduating with my master's so I just didn't want like all these I don't know responsibilities but I wanted to help so I kind of put that on the back burner and then I finally started it and I'm gonna say the summer of 2017 so it was pretty daunting but um I had a lot of support from the chapter members I found a lot of good people some were friends from high school and they joined and they're so passionate so it just makes it easier so yeah
0: Mm -hmm. cool and um how long have y'all been a chapter so uh summer 2017 so almost three years
1: coming up oh wow
0: yeah yeah um do you have like Maybe some of the, like the favorite your favorite things that y'all have accomplished or definitely helping get the free menstrual products at on Corpus Christi.
1: Like that yeah. was that's the school I graduated from, so I wanted to do it there. So definitely that I'm trying to think. Oh, I also helped organize the National Period Day rally in August or in mm-hmm. August in Austin, Texas, in October of last year. So that was an accomplishment. It was really hard because I don't live in Austin, I'm from Corpus, so trying to organize a rally over there was pretty difficult, but it was a success, Um, I would say. And then just being a chapter in South Texas was something Mm -hmm. that's so taboo. Um, It's pretty surprising, though. Like, a lot of people are very supportive, and you wouldn't think so, but I feel like Corpus has come a long way when it comes to people being progressive and open to new ideas but Mm -hmm. we do get some laughs when people come up to our table because I have a little, um, box, a donation box that I made. I got all the supplies from Hobby Lobby, but it looks like a pad and there's like red glitter on it. And there's like a (laughs) split so people can put the money in there. So people either love it or hate it. And we get a
0: few comments, but for the most part, it's been really good. Mm. Well, I think, um, you know just starting those conversations yeah. is really important and at the very least i hope that people like think about it yeah. you know even if they like don't you know quote unquote agree with yeah, it exactly. it's just like and we're going to be there um, anyway
1: so the fact that they see us that's a success yeah
0: exactly <laughs> um okay so what do you hope to accomplish with period
1: corpus Christi? so i think i don't know if it's too aspirational but I would love to have menstrual products in every school in Corpus Christi. I think that would be like mm. the main goal, like, or even just in all the businesses. There are a couple of businesses here in Corpus that have menstrual products in their restrooms now. So that's awesome. But I think in every school restroom, because I feel like kids, they're at such a young age, they're, they feel uncomfortable talking about these ideas and topics. So I think if we would just have them there so people don't miss school, I think that would be like my goal at the end of the day
0: yeah i think that's i don't think it's too aspirational (laughs) i think it's great um and i think of like how far y'all have come like you've done so many other things like why not this so i'm here for it um maybe let's talk a little bit about what period poverty Mm -hmm. is um so probably should address it sooner but let's like backtrack a little bit um, yeah. So if you could talk a little bit about what that is and why it's important for people to know about it.
1: So period poverty is when people don't have access to menstrual products. Um, sometimes they can't afford them or they lack the education of what's actually going on in their bodies. So they don't even know like, what products to use. And then it just becomes a messy situation. They can deal with health problems. So that's what period poverty mm-hmm. is. And people don't even realize it's an issue, which is it's not because periods are so taboo anyway. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that people wouldn't talk about the fact that they can't afford menstrual products because they're so scared to be judged or talking about something about their body. So it kind of goes hand in hand.
0: Mm, yeah. Um, I noticed you're saying people instead of women. So uh-huh. um, I think it's important for people to know that like not just cis women menstruate, Um mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like, what kind of language do y'all use when talking about periods? Um, How are you inclusive? Mm -hmm. So like, that's been eye opening
1: for me, because I've always just said like, oh, like women, like we support women, or women are the ones who have periods, but that's not necessarily true anymore. So I had to really educate myself. And uh, at first, it was hard, because I would slip up and say women. But then I had to like, not feel bad about myself, because it's like, that's something that was just ingrained in me since I was a kid so um but now I feel like I'm better at it but yeah so period uses the word menstruator which I'm not necessarily fond of Mm. I just feel like it's clunky to say and I just I don't know I just have issue with the word so I just use people with periods or just people Mm -hmm. um we also don't use the term feminine hygiene
0: Mm, yeah
1: and that's another thing like when I was when I would do interviews with like the color times or news, I would slip up and say feminine hygiene, or I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But that it's such a mouthful anyway. So I'm glad, like I don't have to say it anymore and it's just not accurate. Yeah. So when I hear it now, I kind of cringe, even though people don't even realize that what they're saying is wrong, but it's just education. But we say period products, menstrual products, pads and tampons, trying to think of another thing. Um, But yeah, that's basically the main thing. It's just, it's not feminine hygiene it's menstrual products and it's not um women it's menstruators
0: or people with periods gotcha so is this are these like conversations that you often have with other members of the chapter
1: um i well we a couple of us went to period con in new york in it's like winter no it was in january 2019 mm-hmm. um so, like, a lot of the talks that we had there from, like, the panelists is they really tried to tell us that, you know, we can't really be saying women because it's not accurate. We need to say people with periods. So, like, there we kind of just, like, realized, like, oh, my God, like, we really need to change our language. And then we kind of brought it back to Corpus and telling people. And then with just the stuff that we post, too, we try and just be educational to people that come on our page as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good just moment of, like, grow like yeah I think like it's important um you know y'all do like advocacy and education um and so for your members to see y'all like growing and like learning more as you're doing this I think is Mm -hmm. really important so (laughs) (laughs) um you've talked about working to get rid of the tampon tax here in Texas so How can maybe people listening um, get involved in helping with that? So I feel like an easy way, just because, like,
1: Google is everything, um, just look up who your legislators are. So, like, the Capitol has a website called Who Who Represents Me. And it's pretty easy. You just put in your street address, city zip code, and then you can find all your like the House of Representatives or senators, you can contact them. You can call them, you can email them or write them a letter and you'll probably get a response back because it's like, I don't think people realize, no, people know this, but I think we put politicians as such like on a pedestal, but they work for us. It's our duty to let them know that we want, we need to use our, vo- our voice and get this tax repealed. So I think that would be an easy
0: way just to try and
1: help
0: out mm, okay um and then can anyone sign y'all's petition yes um okay you ha- I don't know you don't have to be in Texas but it does help
1: but okay cool you can put your zip code and um it only takes like two seconds
0: as well so it's pretty easy okay cool well I'll make sure to add that to the description of this episode as well so those listening can just click and head over and do the thing Mm -hmm. so um and is there other ways that people can get involved in texas to fight against period poverty
1: so i don't know if the period website has it now but it used to have a, a section on their website where you could look up different chapters in the area i think they might have updated it but if not you can always email them if you want to join a chapter just let them know like what area you're in and pretty sure there's probably a chapter in your city or somewhere close by, or you can start your own chapter. Um, I don't want to say it's easy, but I found it really (laughs) easy. Um, I just use a lot of the community resources and I feel like I got lucky, like with Corpus Christi, we have such a strong, um, sometimes small community and we're just really supportive of everyone. So you can just hopefully your community is supportive and if they're not, then you kind of just have to make
0: space anyways yeah so. Mm. cool um, so we have one more question before we kind of wrap things up so I want to know how you're adapting to advocacy work and organizing with COVID so whether that be you as an individual or, or like along with um, period Corpus Christi
1: so I feel like COVID has really put a wrench into things specifically mm-hmm. with what we do because every month we get together And it's probably about like 10 to 15 people and we make period packs and they have like nine tampons, um, six pads and some panty liners if they're available. So obviously we can't do that now because we don't want to get, we don't want to compromise anyone. Um, Mm -hmm. so period has been shipping products from their headquarters to shelters in the area. So, um, there is one shelter here that, um, I pulled out the little document and they got their shipment in maybe on Monday. So like that's mm-hmm. that's a way that they've or period has been kind of changing things up or trying to work in a pandemic because obviously we can't mm-hmm. do most of the things that we can now. Um so we've been doing that and then we did like that Zoom letter writing party, so that's another way. Um luckily we live in the age of technology. So it's been difficult, but luckily, you know, technology is I mean, there's millions of ways you can interact with people on the internet too. So we've been doing that. And then with the Zoom, um, I'm sorry, with the period policy bootcamp, that's all been virtual too. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, just the main thing has been uh, donating products to shelters. Like I really love getting together with everyone and just talking and making these packs, but we can't do that now. So that's been hard, but there's other ways we can help as well.
0: Right. Um, are y'all using any other online programming that, like, maybe people can, like, join?
1: Um, not at the moment. I think eventually I want to do, like, because Period has a workshop called Period Talk. So if we could do something Mm -hmm. like that, like, that would be cool so everyone can join in from, like, the comfort of their home. But at the
0: moment, we don't have anything. Okay, cool. Well, I guess people will just have to follow you on social yeah. media.
1: <laughs> we'll see how long this lasts. Hopefully it doesn't last too much longer, but I
0: don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you for answering all those questions. Um, is there any other points that you would like to make before we move on? Um, let's see. Definitely
1: sign the petition if you haven't. And if you mm-hmm. sign it, maybe send it to two friends. Oh, that's good. Um, that would be really cool. And if you have the means to, maybe donate some products to a local shelter in your area
0: safely. So. Mhm. That's good. Yeah. All right. I I too will get on that. <laughs> so. Um. Okay. So let's end things on a lighter note. Okay. I'm gonna ask you some some rapid fire questions. It's only three. Okay. But you know. <laughs> And they don't have to be rapid fire. You can take your time. Okay. Um. Okay. So first one. These are just random, by the way. Okay. I'm nervous. Just kidding. No. <laughs> um. What is your favorite comfort food? Oh man. I feel like these questions might be harder than the actual interview. <laughs> no, uh, I just have a really bad sweet tooth. So Ooh,
1: okay. Lately, it's been ice cream. I've. I ate some last night and the night before, and I should probably not have ice cream in my house because I will take full advantage of it. I've been getting the Creamy Creations H-E-B brand. I think it's
0: called... You know... (laughs) Oh, go ahead. I've never been to H-E-B. Wait, what? We don't have them in North Texas. Are you serious? Yeah. So anytime someone's like, oh, this is (laughs) i I'm like, must be nice (laughs) I'm like speechless. I didn't. I thought it was all in Texas. No. So it's called creamy cream. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all, y'all can't see Ashley's face, but she's very shocked. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'll have to wait. Tell me what's in it, and then maybe I'll have to Um, buy my own stuff. I think it's called like
1: cookies over Texas, but it's basically like Oreos Mm. and chocolate chip cookie dough. But it's so good. Okay. That sounds really I'm good. I'm pretty sure okay. Bluebell has the same thing, but I was just being cheap and got the H-E-B brand, but. H-E-B, H-E-B for life, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah. One day. One day. Um, okay. Do you have a secret talent or hidden hobby?
1: Um, I don't know if it's hidden. I don't think I have a secret talent, but I started playing guitar. So I got a guitar. Maybe 2018 for Christmas. And I, to be honest, haven't had a whole lot of time to play it when I first got it. So now I have time. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that. And that's been, I don't know, I feel like that's been a really productive way to like stay off my phone and just do something with my hands. And like Fender Mm -hmm. Play, they have, they've been doing like a three month trial period where it's free. And like, I feel like I've Mm -hmm. been progressing way better than I would have just learning it on my own. So like, that's been a nice positive of quarantine. Yeah. Whoa. That's really cool. Thanks. Um, Have you played other instruments in the past? Yeah, I was in band, so I played clarinet.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Um, All right, last one. Do you have a guilty pleasure TV show? Hmm. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just, what comes to mind is, like, Real Housewives. I haven't watched it recently, (laughs) But, oh, my God, I would get so sucked into, like, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Orange County, New York. I haven't watched that lately, but now it's, like, I wonder if I should now because I have a ton of time. Yeah, hey. But definitely, yeah, I know, definitely <laughs> that. Um, and lately I've been watching a lot of Total Bellas. I don't know if you know who the Bella Twins are. I don't. So, like, they had their TV show, The Total Divas, on E!, and it was about, like, women mm. wrestling in WWE. And oh. it was actually really mm-hmm. intriguing. And I was never into wrestling. Like, I don't think I'm into wrestling now. But I just love the women in WWE. They're, like, total superheroes. Like, what they do with their bodies. Like, it's amazing. So, like, Total Bellas is a spinoff of the Bella Twins. And they are okay. like, WWE's, okay. like, iconic women wrestlers. And they're now retired. But now that they're both pregnant at the same time, I know. And I'm reading their book. So I'm just like all immersed into like everything, fellas. <laughs> and they have a podcast. So I'm just, yeah, they're really out there. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. No, I will definitely have to check this out. It's then.
1: really interesting. You sold Yeah. It. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm just anything with women wrestling that's just like, I don't know why. It just gets me. I don't know.
0: I'm here for it. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> do you have any shout outs? Um, let's see.
1: Definitely check out on Instagram, um, the Islander feminists. I think it's at I'm mm-hmm. Islander feminists and they post a lot of really great informational things too. Um, I feel like every time they post something, I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know this or I never would have thought about it. But they're the group that we mm-hmm. worked with, um, uh, to help get the free menstrual products in the restrooms and what they're doing is really great.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and lastly, where can people find you and your work? Um,
1: So you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Alyssa, and you can follow my period chapter, which is at Christi.
0: Cool. That's all I have, Ashley. Cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you so much for um, talking to me today. I'm really excited for people to, like, listen to this. I mean, I guess if you're listening to it, then you did it, (laughs) so... Yeah, thank you so much. You You have to say bye with me. So, like on three, ready? Okay, one, two, three. Bye. Bye.